What up, fellow headbangers? How you doing? I'm Rob O'Day, and welcome to the greasiest of all time. Today, we're chilling with Noogie's crew from Malta. How are you guys doing? Hi, we're all right. Why don't you, you. introduce Hi. yourselves? Oh, no worries. It's nice to meet you guys. Why don't you introduce um, yourself and uh, tell us how the band got together? Well, uh, I'm Noogie. I'm the front man, basically. Um, uh, yeah, and the... the the other guy, <laughs> that's uh, Charles. Um, um, he's my father. He's the bassist in the band, and yeah, and yeah, I'm I'm the singer and the lead and the rhythm guitarist. Um, uh, yeah, Nogi's crew got together around, uh, I think it was 2011. Um, uh, the first lineup was me, my dad on bass, and uh, the drummer uh, Mario. Um, uh, and uh, we were a three-piece for, for a long time, to be honest. And then we started looking for another guitarist to help us out. Um, uh, through, through the years, um, even I stopped the band and restarted it. Uh, I think it was 2015 then. Um, uh, then, again, to to find another guitarist here is is kind of a difficult thing because everybody's got um, uh, his own band and all that. But um, yeah, eventually, we first we got a guy uh, named David Casartorejani. He's a really good friend of mine. I've worked with him with other projects. Um, we actually did a song for uh, Blaze Bailey together. Cool. Um, uh, with the, in the project called Digger Things. Um, uh, and uh, David then, he had to leave Nugi's crew because of his personal uh, projects. Um, and then we got a guy uh, called uh, jo- Jonathan Camilleri, who um, uh, he fitted with us instantly. We, we loved him, uh, how the playing and the the... the the influences that he had and uh yeah we've been like that now ever since that's awesome so you guys are a four piece or yeah now we're a four piece yeah oh cool that's awesome your um the album that you just released yeah a little while ago it's it's really well written it's it's, it's got a unique style because you guys you guys vary from like some songs are really heavy but they have yeah. like these melodic chill back and vocals kind of going on. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. some of your songs are like in your face, punk rock almost. <laughs> yeah. And, yes. and that was one of my favorite things about it was uh, when you guys first submitted your songs, I was, I was trying to get a hold of you and I was like, I really want this song. I want to get a hold of these guys. So it's cool <laughs> that I got you on finally. Cause awesome. it's a, it's a wicked awesome. album. I was, I listened to it all morning too. Cause I tend to do that. So it's nice yeah, to yeah, listen yeah. to front to back. And yeah, hear an course. album about how it progresses, not just a bunch of songs thrown together. No, no, no. I mean, uh, that's that's the thing. That's basically the journey um, Nugi's crew had ri- writing the songs. Some of them are pre, even pre uh, Jonathan when Jonathan came. So, and and most of them are when Jonathan came, and we wrote the songs all together. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, it's it's every song has its own uh, character. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Speak. How yeah, was your How was the experience? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
Uh, no, what I was going to say is obviously each guitarist, especially the least guitarist, has a stamp on the song uh, that he's playing. And so when Jonathan came and started uh, getting along with the band, obviously he gave us a bit, gave us a lot, not a bit, a bit of his influences. And so uh, our song progressed more, in my opinion, and uh, they got more detailed. The riffs, uh, the riffs and the solos got more technical, and I think that's, let's call it our basic hard rock sound, got very much uh, into into a modern uh, modern sound, modern heavy rock sound with the arrival of Jonathan Tamilier. Yeah, he, he's really talented. Is that is that the the guy with the longer hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much, yeah you can yeah, tell he's you can tell he's a metalhead. Is he subconsciously yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like, no. but I mean, well, the, the way John he plays influences. Um, uh, I mean, he listens to a lot of uh, animals as leaders. Um, I don't know, some, from like the yeah, Polyphia, to Rhapsody, yeah. you know, that stuff, like, complicated stuff, basically. Technical but, metal, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, well, whilst the uh, um, especially me and uh, Charles, um, we mostly listen to like Maiden, Sabbath, uh, and Motorhead and uh, Judas Priest. Mm. I mean, yeah. um, uh, the, the, to mix that uh, those things, I mean, uh, that's what mainly Nugi's crew is. Plus, having that old school sound with a modern uh, touch to it. it yeah, and that, you definitely feel that. that. You definitely feel that in listening to it, that it's got classic metal merged with lead influence from mm-hmm. modern prog metal nowadays, which is yeah. really cool to hear because uh, most times yeah, bands will take one way or the other. Yeah, exactly. Either be strictly metal because they have to stick to that genre. I think a lot mm-hmm. of bands that can break that, that box and be like, you know what? We write music. We don't have a genre. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's what, a cool thing. Uh-huh. That's, that's what we do. That's how we write the songs. We feel um, where this song, particular song should go, and uh, we'll go from that. And it's cool how you can bring an idea to, to the band, you know what I mean? And you have yeah, this exactly. whole vision of what the song's going to be and then mm-hmm. they put their their salt and pepper on it, and it goes yeah. complete opposite direction that you thought yeah, it would, exactly, but it's yeah, ten yeah. times better. The, that, most of the time, that's how the, the, all the songs were done, basically. <laughs> right, and it's super cool. Like our guitar player is from um, the UK. He's from Nottingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Incredible guitar player, but he like not just changed my my opinion on guitar, my views, but as a vocalist, he changed okay, my whole perspective right. of how yeah. to follow different melodies or melodies. use guitar techniques all right in my vocal yeah. style so yeah it was kind of a cool thing how has uh COVID affected you guys for your band so far i mean uh, well it, here in malta especially it hit hard it hit very hard actually mm-hmm. i mean uh, there are no events there are no any type of gigs at all even I used to I used to do um, some acoustic stuff, you know, in pubs and all that. That's nothing. That's long gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the the event industry here in Malta has 
had a really bit uh, big blow. Um, uh, well, while whilst that was happening, I mean, we still, as much as we could, I mean, uh, rehearse in our garage, uh, in our practice space, and um, yeah, we write, um, still write as much as we can new material. But mainly yeah. that's what, uh, but even the thing now, the thing was that we launched the album on uh, December on the 6, 2019. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then like we were all, we had all these things planned to, to like even to start now going abroad as well, mm -hmm. which that we had COVID came and we threw everything out the window and uh, we had, couldn't do anything of that and uh, yeah and we couldn't even promote the album so we played the whole album on the launch and that's it basically i mean then we had to promote it obviously through other means to social media and all that mm -hmm. you know i mean uh, but anyway it's it's uh, that's COVID. i mean we, we, we can't do anything about it all right we're gonna check out the song till dark returns Oh, oh, oh. 
And I think that's a, a general consensus, basically, with every yeah, every country has basically yeah. all musicians have lost. But I think a lot of the bands that have taken that step to become a business aspect of it, use yeah, social yeah, yeah. media to benefit themselves, will yeah, I mean, that's the see the rewards soon as COVID's finished. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys will be ahead of the game as where other bands are like, oh, well, how do we make, how do we get seen now? It's yeah, well, exactly. you gotta, you gotta adapt, you know? Uh-huh. And like, it's in the music industry in, in general, probably would be the last industry to recover from, from, from all of this. So, yeah. And I don't think it's going to be the same. Sorry? I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll be the same. No, no. I, no, I no, think no. there's going to be a big shift in how uh-huh. the music industry is run. Yeah. For sure, just mainly with um, the independence of artists. Mm-hmm. And during COVID the last year and a bit, it's been 100% in independence because yeah. most artists have had to record because they can't go into a studio. They have to you know, use their own home equipment to do it. Yeah. And yeah, that yes. alone, I think that'll give the artists that um, confidence to just mm-hmm. be like, yes. you know what, we can do this on our own again. And if mm-hmm. I, I think banding together with other bands and putting on your own festivals mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the, the smartest uh, thing to do. Yeah, that's that's the. I mean, Rene Hill, he's one of the one of the Rene, our manager. Mm-hmm. Oh, he, he's one of the main uh, contributors to the mm-hmm. metal scene here in Malta. To be honest, that's I mean, wicked. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I do organize an international festival, Dark Malta. So mainly, I have like over 24 international bands which come to play over here it's more on the gothic and industrial metal side mm-hmm. of things but it's like it's one of the main festivals in europe in this genre and it's the second year that has been postponed already because it yeah. happens in april so in Malta, it was like the big first festival to be postponed last year and we also have to postpone it next this year for next year also as a club owner because i do also own the only metal club in malta it's like we've been now closed already one year. Mm-hmm. And with the new restrictions, we already know that even next month we won't be able to open. God knows when events will happen, actually, because from what we can understand is before the country has like herd immunity, which is like 70% of the population which will get vaccinated, which it's like it will be happening in October. I don't think really events will start happening. So that means, you know, as Nigel well said, the event industry, the music industry in general, really, it will take long to recover. And also, as you well said, it will not be the same. Mm-hmm. 100%. For sure, um, promoters and bands will have to find an easier way to come together. I mean, both sides have to understand each other needs more than more than before. Before, maybe not have not always happened that promoter and bands understand each other needs. Mm-hmm. But 100%. if they want to make the industry survive, they will start have to understand each other needs, know the problems of both promoters and of course both the bands. Both sides have got their expenses, so. I think it will time that the music industry will really have to come together now and because that will be the only way to make it survive mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, at, at least I can speak about here in Europe. 
uh, Hellfest, which is maybe one of the biggest metal festivals worldwide, has already been postponed. Mm-hmm. And that's in June. From the from the information I'm having from fellow festival organizers all around Europe, I don't think really nothing will happen in summer. No. So, so if things will restart, I think it will be next spring, really. Because even from the information I'm having from the bands that I had booked for Dark Water for next year, they're already telling me that they cannot come because they're postponing their autumn gigs for next spring. Mm-hmm. So what you can understand that at least I can speak about Germany and the UK. They're already postponing their autumn gigs for spring. So even next autumn can be, will be difficult, I believe. Yeah. So if things will restart, it will be real on a big, on a bigger scale. I think it will be next year. Yeah, I agree. I, think I know so. that I, think so. yeah. I know that there's some bands in Australia that are, uh, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm just think I, I've seen posts of on, I'm in an Australian metal page to find some bands. And um, a lot of them have mm-hmm. festivals with like a couple bands on it that are getting ready to do and it's coming up, but I, they've, I think Australia had a lot easier lockdown because they kind of just yes. stopped altogether right from the beginning. They were mm-hmm. smart about it. Yeah. They were just like, no, our country's don't come. <laughs> You're not welcome, kind of a thing. So yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that um they're able to. I think there's some places that are, but I know Canada, they're talking about a third wave lockdown. And I'm like, can we just yeah. perform? Yes. I just want to perform. Yeah. Like, I, I just want to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, we know the feeling. Yeah. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's just it's one word, we're the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's all over the world everywhere and it's it's uh it's kind of a funny thing to hear everybody from different places talk because i've talked yeah. to people from the states sweden uk malta hungary yeah, yeah, yeah. from here and like it's everywhere the music scene it's, it's inevitable but at the same time it's just crazy yeah to see that every single place has the same problem right now and everybody agrees that we all need to just work together to build it up from the ground oh, up again. Of course, it's the only way. I mean, like I said, it's 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 the last industry that's going to recover. So it might as well just fuck it and we'll, we'll work together to do it. Yeah, no, hundred percent. We may as well I mean, even, even this. I mean, this is this is this this helps everybody. I mean, the the the, the conversations we have with with other uh, musicians from other countries i mean mm-hmm. it's, it's, it helps a lot man. yeah it's a cool thing and i noticed a lot of bands they start to understand that we're all the same you know it doesn't matter where yeah. we're from like quite literally we all have the same struggles like we all struggle to eat we all go to work nine to fives yeah we all have fights we're, we're all human you know so yeah it definitely and it's also good for the the fans to see like get yeah, to meet who they listen to and kind of on a personal basis, because most people don't understand what musicians think or how they feel. Yeah. They just know that we write music and we party, but they don't see the the struggle, the business side, yeah, exactly. the the intelligence side that most bands have. Because yeah. most bands are artistic; they're next level artistic, so they're highly intelligent. They all have different thoughts and theories, and that's kind of what influences their music. So it's cool to see different perspectives from all over the world. Mm-hmm. If um, if there was one thing you guys could change in the music industry, what do you think it would be? 
Garden'de de. Changing the music industry. That's a difficult one. I always ask this one different for bands because it's kind of like <laughs> my initial brain sneaking into your brain to be like, we're all going to work and remold the metal scene. So yeah. what are what are the like the ideas we all think kind of a thing? So it's cool to hear everyone's perspective. Yeah. Well, what I think is that perhaps this big, what they call them, labels, whatever you call them, they can listen more or they can be more, what's the right way to use in English, open to newer bands because probably newer bands can change direction to music, which sometimes I personally think needs change because many times change is good. Change is good. So I think. Even it's not just in the rock business, it's in, in, in every sector of the music. I think we're heading, it, it's a long time that we've had something new. Like you said, this, this is new, this is different than the rest, and it's good. Uh, so I think perhaps the music industry, the music industry should listen more or be attentive more for newer sounds. That's what I think. We're going to check out the song, Drive Me Home. Never 
continue with that i mean the fact that i mean i'm assuming i'm assuming you're the same age as me i mean i'm 28 uh, yeah i'm two years older <laughs> i, just, I right, turned right. 30 i turned 31 in a little bit but all right yeah we're definitely in the same oh, bracket yeah no he's, uh, he's <laughs> 50 something um, uh, <laughs> um um uh, no i mean yeah. the fact that everything is is uh, changing so drastically i mean i remember just listening pop, popping up cities on the stereo and uh, listening to the, the the to all the bands that i love from there now that everything is like digitalized and you know, all spotify and all that uh, you know i mean it's 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 a it's a blessing and a curse at the same time because now music has become the, more accessible. It, exactly that's what I'm saying. More accessible, and you can't just. I mean, sometimes you need like to turn, not like turn. I mean, turn off. Yeah, that's the word. To from from uh, music per se, but. Um, it it has become like um like in a factory like in music is coming from everywhere every second from everybody it has been not like it's not like uh, something so precious yeah. anymore to be honest i yeah, mean no, it's true i mean that's that's what's pissing me off to be honest in, in any type of music category but uh, yes in 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 uh, but then again obviously now with covid <clears throat> since it hit very hard and no metal bands and uh, rock band or whatever is uh, playing live anymore i mean uh, to me that's right now currently what's pissing me off and most probably everybody else in the world mm -hmm. um uh, yeah uh, the, the 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 change the change is busy enough. That's that. That's that's the thing. Yeah, it's definitely become a weird concept because there's it's so flooded that uh -huh. it, it'd be back like tw ten years ago, fifteen years ago, a band would end up with a million followers on Facebook. Yeah. Now it's hard to get a hundred thousand, kind of a thing. It's hard to get ten thousand because there's yeah. less people inclined to go and like your page because there's so much music that they they feel like it's you should be giving more like to them, I say, it's not, a, not, it's not a bad thing but you know it's getting harder that's what it is it's definitely getting harder to be heard 
And I think uh-huh. that that's true that labels should be kind of how they were back when Elvis was as an artist. You know what I mean? They looked for the recent talent. They didn't just yeah. sit and ride the coattails of the artists they have and try and just like sell them out and sell them out, sell them out as much as they can. They need to be finding that new talent because yeah. change is inevitable and it is key to progression in music because if we didn't have change we would never have had metallica yeah of course we would never have had black sabbath we would never have any of the artists that we idolize and it's kind of the industry has almost cut off the artistic aspect of music to make a product instead of being like here's the product we used to serve here's now the new product which is a dolled up artist who does tons of music videos and makes millions of dollars in a theatrical performance, but doesn't touch an instrument. So for me, the, the love of musicians has died. No, that, 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 that's been dead long time to be honest. Yeah. And it's definitely a sad thing because you see tons of artists, especially in metal music who have dedicated 20 years of their life to mastering a skill that most people would hear and just be like, eh, but in reality, it's like yeah. any other musician hears it and is like, oh my God, like that was yeah. an insane sweep. So it's, yeah, exactly. but people, I don't think if, if they don't play an instrument, they won't ever understand that. Or exactly. if they don't sing it, for it, themselves. The industry, it's, it's become mainly for, by musicians, for musicians. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, the fans, if they hear it, all right, they like it. All right. But if they don't bugger off, I mean, yeah. that's it. Full stop. There's no in betweens yeah that's that's the i mean here especially in Malta. i mean mainly the 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 the, uh, the main crowd so to speak um uh, obviously you have that the all the 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 oh the uh the the same people that that uh, hear you and love hearing you all the time and then there's mostly musicians and from other bands that come and watch you and because you like because they like music and all that um and yeah my it, it's it's becoming more and more by musicians for, for musicians in, in the in, in here in Malta at this situation now situation same same here mm. I, I i my buddy actually if my buddy rob hears this he'll He'll laugh because he's been saying that forever that like yeah it's, you it's, you go to perform and you're just performing for the other bands because yes. there's nobody who wants to pay five dollars to go to a show. But oh, they'll, really? they'll, they'll spend twelve bucks on a drink at the bar. It's yeah. Why don't you spend five bucks here and then go buy a drink? And just there's a, a disconnect from fans and um, bands, and I think it's due to that flood and the fact yeah, that most people just want to stay home. Um, thanks to thanks to the garage. The venue owned by our colleague from the promoter. That thing started to change in what at least right 2018, no, 2019. It started to change. 2018. Thanks yeah. to, to the garage to say the truth. Because no, previous, uh, previously previously it was an, an alien concept that you would even pay five what we call here euros. We pay in euros, right? Five for a, a small amount of euros to see another band but thanks to the garage obviously i think things were started to change 18 19 19 we had a good year 19 19 was a very good year for everyone here in Malta, at least i think very very yeah, very I mean, very uh, good yeah it was everybody a great 
it was, I think, the best ever we've had, not just yeah, movies. Um, Everybody, every the industry here in, in Malta in 2019 when hey, uh, had a really big boom. I mean, we 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 played before the Schneider when he came to Malta, wow. and uh, we played before Cryptos, uh, uh, um, uh, a very good Indian band, mm-hmm. bloody bloody good. Um, uh, what was we, we played before the Kiss Forever band, the uh, tribute for Kiss. That was ours, yes. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, uh, yeah, and the, the garage also had big, big, big gigs. I mean, and even yes. big bands came to Malta. It was a really, really good year. Yes, technically, I believe as the garage, we hosted Combi Christ. Um, that was an event organized by myself. Then we hosted Sinister, Hate, Rotting Christ. Yes. White, uh, Dark Funeral. Mm-hmm. Well, hosted so much bands, yes. you know, that's that Covenant. Yes. Right, it's nice so to much... see. Uh, yeah, it's well, nice to see metal type metal scenes. Yeah, I mean, sure. we've hosted so much bands in 2018 and 2019. Estromalta didn't have a metal stroke alternative because as the garage, we don't call it as a metal club, but it's an alternative club. We really accept all kinds of alternative music. Underground music is more than welcome. Because mm-hmm. really, there is no venue. We're not speaking about techno and that kind of music, electronic music, which is still underground and still I respect. Mm-hmm. But we're speaking more on a band kind of uh, underground music. And we had two very good years. We nearly had an event every weekend going on. Yeah. And we're speaking for a crowd. A good crowd for us is 150 people. Mm-hmm. That's the maximum crowd you can get. An average gig is 90 to 100 people. Yeah, see, and as Nugget nice. said, usually it's made from other musicians, from other band members. So mm-hmm. we yeah. really get the big band, then the famous band people attend more. But we had two very good years going on. But then the last year, you know, it's like with COVID and with all that, we know what happened. So mm-hmm. something that really is writing me at the moment is that I hope people don't get too much used watching things online and <laughs> watching them for fear. and watching them for free yeah well that's what because, I mean by artists um, and the disconnect is that uh, fans they want more from an artist for free yeah because I mean when things will come back to normal I believe that the first three four months will be really good because people want to go out mm-hmm. they are annoyed to be inside but I hope then they don't get back to the attitude of listen used to get free gigs online. Yeah. And because that that those are the things I think that will be one of the main challenges when things will get back to normal. Yeah, for sure. Something else that's a big challenge for bands and artists. I think it's thing like you know, like what the programs like Spotify and all these also music streaming machines that it's true that they give more appearance to bands then you you can discover more bands from this kind of streaming but the rise they pay to the bands for their music is really yeah cheap. i mean it's point zero zero four seven last time there was a big status from a big industrial band that they had their music streamed millions and millions and millions but they got like about 500 euros in rights you know mm-hmm. sort of for the amount of streaming they had and the amount of money they were given mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no. It was ridiculously annoying. Even reading it, it was annoying. Imagine for the artists themselves. Yeah. I hope that not really music. I'm, I'm really afraid for all kinds of arts, really, where this thing can happen. That COVID can open this bad habit of having everything for free. Yeah, no, 100%. I agree with that. Is there anything you guys want to say before we wrap up? Well, um, first of all, I'd like to thank you, Rob, for having us. I mean, oh, no worries. Thank you, guys. I mean, uh, this, to be honest, this was the first time I had, I had to use Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no worries. So, um, uh, yeah, well, anyway, but um, yeah, thank you for the opportunity. I mean, for promoting our band. I mean, thank you for enjoying the Till Dark Returns album. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's a good album. Uh, yeah, we we we'll, we'll hope either we'll see you up there or you see us down here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, my my goal is to just say North America is going to go second. We're going to go to Europe and yeah. UK first. That's where I want to perform. Yeah. I kind of want to go see that side of the world before I travel awesome. over here. Yeah, here I, here I can do any time once things open up. So yeah, of course. Huh? Yeah. All awesome. right, guys. Well, it was nice talking to you. Thanks for coming by. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. All right, guys. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you.